Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, all Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Draft is officially under a month away. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a man who blindly trusts Washington DBs. And with me, as always, is AJ. Zion is the best QB on the Duke campus, Marchese. Uh, yeah, you saw those long passes in the, in the March Madness. Have you been watching that, Rob? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Today, we're going to look at Drew Locke and Daniel Jones' Pro Day performances. We'll break down our top 10 cornerbacks in the 2019 NFL Draft and continue our divisional NFL Draft preview with the AFC West. Let's hit it. South. Let's hit it. (laughs) I don't know why I wrote West. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. And the second greatest is the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, Predicting first-round upsets, can't do that anymore, or all of the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? They almost lost again. And can (laughs) Kentucky get back to the Final Four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. Go fuck yourself. My bookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business, and the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48, 48 hours, hours, baby. <laughs> Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with my bookie today using promo code HEAVEN25 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN25. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. You know who else is going to get paid? Probably Drew Locke. Yeah, and probably Daniel Jones too. Uh, Okay, pro day talk. 
We've talked about Haskins. We've talked about Murray. Drew Locks was this past Thursday. Daniel Jones was this past Tuesday. Uh, starting with Drew Locke. Uh, I give I give uh, I think I give Murray's an A plus. I think I give Haskins an A. Uh, I I went with a B plus for Drew Locke's pro day. Um, I thought we saw some improvements with his footwork and his lower body mechanics just in general. We did. I mean, I, I'm going to give it a B, Rob. I think like the feet were better, but they're still heavy, definitely. Um, I think we saw a, a handful of strong seam throws. I think that's kind of was mm-hmm. the bread and butter of his pro day was making those seam throws. Uh, yeah. And obviously the arm talent was crazy. The um, the one play where they had him on a scramble drill, uh, roll to his right and then back around to his left and flip him, his hips back over and uh, make like the 50-ish yard touchdown throw. Yeah, the, the end of the pro day where they basically just put him back and uh, let him do the show-off throws was, was the best part, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it was impressive. Those throws, I thought is that he, they they did a good job showcasing the athleticism he has because he is more yeah. athletic than a lot of quarterbacks you would categorize as a pack uh, as a pocket passer. Um, yeah, uh, he threw well on the move. I thought there was surprisingly some inconsistent velocity with him though. Yeah, I agree. which was yeah. kind of like the biggest shock for me. And like when he was taking something off of his throws, um, the ball was coming out wide. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't too great, but he, he seemed to – like, that was early on. He seemed to settle in, and he kind of looked better as he went yeah, along, he, which he is good to did. see. Uh, and yeah. I think we saw a nice look at uh, how he can kind of contort his arm and throw at different um, at different mm-hmm. angles, which is obviously a big plus. Uh, Off-platform throws. And then the, the, the concerning thing, though, the I thought his outside accuracy was erratic, both on sideline throws and just deep down the sideline in general. Yeah, um, it, it just was inconsistent. Like I said, the seam throws were his best throws of the day. Um, yeah, I agree. But overall, I like. I don't think he did anything to stop John Elway from taking him in the first round. <laughs> no, he, he's still going to be a first round pick, <laughs> most definitely. Although he made us wait like three hours to see him throw. Yeah, that's that's. He would have the B plus, but uh, he got knocked down for that. Um, yeah, but overall, about everything you'd expect from a guy like him at his pro day. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Daniel Jones, on the other hand. Uh, Duke QB Daniel Jones. I give it a C plus. I wasn't impressed. I'll give it, like, uh, I mean, uh, I think we both agree that the, the, the we hate the way the pro day was ran. It, yeah, <laughs> so just the way it was run most, Haskins was really upbeat. Uh, Kyler Murray's was quite upbeat, but it seemed less upbeat because he just, like, didn't sweat. Um, yeah. Daniel Jones's was slow. They took breaks. Uh, and, like, yeah, what, they were huddling. It was weird. Yeah, it, it was quite weird. And um, tons of spot throws, which I don't really, mm-hmm. do, like, against the air, do I really need to see half of your 50 throws be spot throws? I know. Might as well just put garbage cans out there. Like, I don't... Yeah, like... What's the difference? And they were like showcasing him throwing swing passes, and then yeah. like, the uh, like David Carr was like, was "Yo, a- they'll be throwing a lot of those to Saquon Barkley." Okay, David Carr. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot, a lot, a lot of short throws, like more throws between the line of scrimmage and like behind the line of scrimmage to five yards than anyone else for sure. Yeah, by a mile. And obviously, he has the least arm talent of the four yeah. big names. They did. It definitely felt like they're trying yeah, to Yeah, 100%. Um, some positives. Quick, crisp footwork. Clean combat, yep. 
clean, compact uh, throwing mechanics. Uh, I thought he's accurate on short and intermediate throws and sideline throws. I thought the sideline yeah, throws, the outside sideline throws, were his best throws of the day. I agree. Yeah, like like exactly. The footwork was good, and we've we've already known that from Daniel Jones. They showed his movement ability. That looked good. We know he's an athlete. And yeah, the his accuracy, uh, short and the intermediate stuff, very good. And like you said, the the sideline stuff was probably his best uh, throws of the day. He kind of started to uh, deteriorate as he went along, though. Yeah, the velocity kind of got iffier throughout the day. The ball mm-hmm. started to flutter a little more. I thought there was like he, he had pretty good zip on the on the short stuff. Yeah, off the off the bat. Um, I, yeah, I think I thought he was throwing with nice touch. Um, yeah. I I thought there was still clear arm strength questions, and they were trying to hide that a bit. It definitely, like he didn't answer the arm strength. Like he underthrew a I mean, couple deep balls. Um. Yeah, I think like he like they really pushed the ball downfield like nine times or so, and I think like three of them were decent. The rest were either like really late or underthrown. Yeah, and the receiver would the just last hold one up he threw. Yeah, and the last one he threw was just an absolute wobbly duck that would have been picked yeah. off in any league. So. Yeah, I thought you could kind of just tell they were trying to hide the issues he has, and I, yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought the pro day just kind of encapsulated what we all thought of Daniel Jones. Like he's got yeah. a high floor with in the context of uh, quarterbacking be- because of everything prior to throwing the ball is is yeah. clean. Um, and obviously he's got, he's got a pretty high football IQ. Um, and, and, like, he's, he can make these short, easier throws. But, like, in the big moments, like, I, this isn't a guy I'm using a first-round pick on. Like, this isn't the guy I'm handing the keys to my franchise to. I think the ceiling is just so low. I, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I wouldn't touch Locke or Daniel Jones in the first round. Me uh, But they're both going to go in the first round. Uh, 100%. So. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't even think, like, I could, I could, you could probably uh, finagle me into drafting Locke in the in the second round. I don't uh, think I'd draft Daniel Jones in the second round either. I, I agree. Just because with Locke, there is a scenario, like, because of his ceiling, you yeah. can, I don't think he'll get there, but at least there's somewhere to go. Versus, I don't it's know funny how, much how Daniel like, Jones is going to get better. Yeah, it's funny how like opposite they are as prospects, mm-hmm. but yeah, like they have the 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 right traits in the opposite ways that are going to get them drafted in the yep. first round. You know what I'm yep. saying? Hundred percent. It's funny. Yeah. Um, poor Brett Rippon just left out of the, the whole dance. I know. Doesn't even get his pro day on TV. Sad. Uh, okay, that's it for pro day talk for now. Although Ed Oliver did put on quite the show, but uh, I think we both already loved Ed Oliver enough. Yeah, yeah uh, not surprised no. at all. So let's jump into the cornerback position rankings. Uh, let me start by saying this is not a very impressive group in my mind. No, me either. It's it's a strange group. It's uh, to be there's honest. a lot of size though. I'll say that there is, and like like there's going to be a lot of day two corners. Yeah. Like a lot of day two corners, and like, that's because all all the guys who are billed as like potential first round corners should go in the second round. I have one first round grade in the corners. I have one true first round grade, and then like I I did a little in between where like I it's almost a first round grade, but it's not. Quite. So you have one. Probably just, know stop! Just stop bullshitting it. You have one. And I know who I like. I actually like. I usually do what my range uh, twenty five. That's to not 40, a grade right? though. That's just a rank. No. Oh, I know, I know, but that's that's essentially how I am grading though. It's hard. My system's too complicated for you. Uh, you I'm a fool. Right? Here I am with 16 first round grades. You must have 40. 
Of course. Well, there's 32 picks. you got to have at least that many. Smart. Uh, yeah, but overall, and I think the combine kind of, the drills specifically, reflected that this group isn't that great. I mean, we, we, yeah. we talked about before, I'm sure, how ungood the corners were at the combine and positional drill work. Yeah. Um, Not great. Uh, Byron Murphy had a great day. So. I'm, I mean, there will be Byron Murphy talk. So let's dive in. Um, who's he at the highest floor? Oh, I don't know. Byron Murphy, maybe, from Washington. Correct. Yeah. Uh, he's the cleanest corner for sure. I mean, By a mile. The, the, the athleticism isn't outstanding, but it's uh, it's, it's enough to get it done, Ross. Yeah, like, I, I'm not worried about his testing or his, like, I think... He came in and hit what he needed to hit at the combine athletically and size-wise yep. to, like, not yeah, have us worry. And um, he's just so technically refined compared to the rest of the group. And you saw that, again, at the combine. His footwork, um, his natural fluidity, mm-hmm. he just does everything well. Just, and his instincts are fantastic. Yeah, he's just so smooth and fluid, like you said. Like, everything's just really clean about him. And... Anyways, we'll yeah. talk more. Uh, but yeah, to me, he's the obvious highest floor, like, and it's not close at all. Um, yeah. High ceiling, on the other hand, is a little more of a conversation. Who you got here? I went with Greedy Williams. And and he he was my aff- aforementioned almost a first-round grade, kind of a first-round grade. I, I, I think I still like Greedy a lot. Okay. But uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I, I have, uh, I, I put Greedy down originally, I, I, I capped it, but I also threw Justin Lane's name down. Um, a guy I really, really like. I, I don't know if I love Justin Lane. I think he's like Anyways. a more raw, to me, he's a more raw um, and technically skilled corner than Greedy. He doesn't have the same athleticism, but mm-hmm. I I like him a lot. But yeah, that's that's exactly what makes uh, Greedy's upside so, uh, so good because of his elite, almost elite athleticism. Obviously, the length is great too. I mean... I still, I still like him. Like he's just the table wasn't. He's so technically, he technically is so messy and just play to play. It's Marcus Peters esque where it's like he could, (laughs) he could have a pick six here. He could give up an eighty yard touchdown and not care. Like that's the way he comes off, and he does not want to get involved in in the run game. No, he's he's not a good tackler. Uh, He just kind (laughs) of dives at the knees and hopes uh, hopes they fall. Like. Definitely, like that. The, the tackling and the, the the lack of ability in their own game, and like the not being technically sound, is what like makes it makes him not a real first round grade for me. Uh, no yeah, game. like I wouldn't want to be the team taking him in the first round. I get that. I mean, in the late first, I, I do it. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I think I like him more than a lot of people do. Um, okay, value pick. Uh, value pick. Sorry, I'm just. Going through my notes. Okay, yeah, I'm saving the file. Oh my god, Valley pick. I want David Long for Michigan. Okay, I, I put uh, two names, and he is one of them. I like David Long. I, I very I, much like David Long. I think he's uh, he's being underappreciated in this. One group, of the best combine performances as well. That definitely helped, and I mean that the three cone was great. Um, I think he's also got like the inside outside ability to me too, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I, I think, I, I, yeah, I think you can stick him inside or outside. and he's gonna my, my favorite thing about him is, okay, obviously the com- the combine like showed how athletic he is um, and yeah. the change of direction skills, uh, borderline elite. 
Um, he is really physical, though, in press. He's not afraid mm-hmm. to press and challenge bigger receivers when asked on the outside. Um, I'm, I'm quite the fan of his. I also put down Michael Jackson for Miami's name. Who's, I think that's another good He pick, He yeah. doesn't get nearly the talk of some of these other corners. And he went out and had a really good uh, combine, And he, too, he's so. big. He's physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an involved tackler. I think he's best set to be like um, uh, using a, a zone system. But mm-hmm. I do think like he's got the starting caliber. Like The corners who are talked about more than him aren't that much. And some are worse than him, in my opinion. Aren't. No, I think like if you're gonna ask me my two value guys, it, it's those yeah. two. And David Long's been heating up so much so that he might not end up being in a position to truly be a value pick. But I think Michael Jackson yeah. definitely will because again, just no one seems to talk about him. That's the weird thing with this group. Like, ever seems like every of these top ten considered corners have had their moment where they're like, oh, they're gonna be the third corner take. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. Yeah, David Long's kind of the one now. But, yeah, Michael Jackson's had none of that. And, and so I think he's a good There's choice. guys who are, like, long and athletic. Like, guys like uh, Lonnie Johnson, Isaiah Johnson. Like, yeah. guys like that who are just, I'm not going to be the guy betting on that upside. No. Like, give me, give me Michael Jackson who, sure, he might not have near the upside of those guys. But I think I'm getting a starter in him versus those other guys might get cut after two years. Like my, I think my favorite of the longer corners, uh, after Lane, I guess if you, if you want to throw him in there, and Greedy, uh, is Jawan Williams. Yes, yeah. I I liked him a lot more than I thought I was going I to. I do too, and he's stupid big. Um, yes. you know how much I like six four corners. Though, who so. who you got as your sleeper? I threw two names down. Uh, one because he played safety, and you know I'm going to say uh, Marquise Blair from Utah. Are I'm you are still, you so are you evaluating him as a corner then? I did him as a okay. corner. I threw on the tape. I saw what he does as a safety, and I, I, I think it's more he, intriguing he's as honestly, a corner. Yeah, I think he's better suited to play corner. Obviously, he's got good length. He tested well, and, and we um, saw him do it uh, at the Senior Bowl, which makes me think NFL yeah. teams probably asked for that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like six one one ninety five moved well. He looks uh, a lot more like a corner than he does a safety. He does, yeah. Like, just physically and also just in his game. He's a little timid coming downhill, but he can still hit. Like, it's almost like, all right, you're not a great safe. You're not you're not that good at doing it as a safety, but translating that to corner, you're good yeah, at it. You yeah, yeah. I mean? He's – one thing, um, I, I like him a lot in coverage, in man coverage as a safety. Yeah, me too. Like, I think he's he's better in man. Yeah, and, like, he is. he's just better when he knows where he's and going. Like, like obviously you don't know where you're going. very but. fluid. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. Damn, um, maybe convincing me to end up evaluating him as a corner. I'm going to have to write <laughs> a little note down. Cornerback question mark. No, nah, because, you know, like like you said, he turns and runs with receivers really well. You're right, um, though. There is something like, to the fact that as playing him at corner, you, he knows exactly what he's got to do type of idea. Yeah. No, when he's center fielding, he look, he's like kind of just like... It's up and down. Wishy-washy. Yeah. yeah. But like if you, if like you, if it's like cover one and like there's this a, um, a fly route and he's got to get there he gets there but like I'd rather just see him turn his hips and yeah, run with the fair, receiver. Fair. Um, I put down. I got another. Oh yeah, no, I go another, shoot, but, shoot. Uh, I like Jordan Brown from South. He's State. like if we did a deep sleeper category, he'd probably be. Uh, yeah, he'd probably be mine. I think I'm higher on him than you are, but uh, he's just really, really fucking. Clean. I think he's just. I like. He, he's got obviously he's got good size. He's six foot two hundred one. I like him a lot. Yeah. Like the off zone 
role, mm-hmm. and he's fluid. He's got solid footwork. I re- but again, I really like his fluidity, especially for his size. Me too. The feet are sweet. I think like he, like like in today's corners, they don't backpedal like they used to, right? <laughs> no, especially in the college level. He he can backpedal a lot like, of them do the shuffle for like twenty yards. Yeah, you can backpedal for like twenty yards. I like that. The feet are great. Hips are clean. Um, doesn't tackle too no. hard. Doesn't, he's not, doesn't not do much overly physical. Things, but, but no, like he's a guy you're getting on day three. Give me him on day three over Lonnie Johnson in the first round. Oh, I mean, yeah. Give me, give me him in day three over Lonnie Johnson on day three. But hey, um, my my sleeper is the other Kentucky corner, uh, Derek Beatty, who I like more than Lonnie Johnson. It, like it's funny. I, I have Lonnie over Beatty, but I like Beatty more. If that makes any sense. Um, but the thing is, I before like before and early in the year, Beatty was like kind of had some hype, and it kind of disappeared, yeah. and then it became Lonnie Johnson's hype, and yeah. then like I like I, again. Lonnie Johnson isn't for me. Um, Derek Beatty, you're gonna gonna get on day three. He's six two, um, pre- yeah. press man guy who's got clean footwork. Not the most athletic guy, but he no, he's aggressive. Yeah, though. like that's what I was gonna it. say. He can make up. Like he's if you get him in the like fourth, fifth, hell, even sixth. I don't know how this corner class is gonna play out. No, oh, yeah. Um, I think you you've got a guy who. Two years from now, after some development, can end up playing on the outside in a, a aggressive press corner man system. Yeah, I like him the late fourth, early fifth mm-hmm. too. So, um, okay, who's your wild card? Kind of a tough. You get tough a lot category. of options, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like all, all those longer dudes, like Lonnie Johnson, could be because there's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what the fuck well, that is. might as well go through them. You could okay, greedy could definitely fit this category. DeAndre, I put greedy, but yeah, I, I put okay. him and Baker. DeAndre Baker. Um, Baker too. I think yeah. Rocky Sin you could almost put in this wild card spot, yeah. not for the same reasons. Um, Amani Orwari, I think you can argue in this. Jawan Williams, you can argue in this. Yeah. Um, uh, Trevon Mullen, Isaiah Johnson, Lonnie Johnson, yeah. Chris Boyd, if you're going to get that far down. But um, there's yeah. just a lot of I mean, that comes back to this I'm, not a I'm very known. clean corner group. No, it's not. I end up with Greedy just because. The upside and. W- with his traits, I wouldn't be shocked to see him go to top fifteen, but he shouldn't be. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? uh, I, um, I agree. Like I, I have him. He was my no brainer, right? Like first guy I put down because of yeah. we've talked about it, the athletic gifts, the flashes um, yeah. of when he's on, he is really on, and then when he's off, it's he like, it looks like he doesn't care. Yeah, it's almost like it was just a down year for him. Like last year was probably better. Um, I think he's just overall an inconsistent player. I think it that's, that's sir, going to the right team is going to be so important unlocking him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do think like I think he has no matter what he's going to have the ability to start in the NFL for a while. It's just how high will he like? Is he going to be a Pro mm-hmm. Bowl player or is he going to be a low end starting corner? Um, yeah. DeAndre Baker, I also put down obviously because of. The combination of athleticism questions. Um, there's also questions about his character, um, but he's also put like so technically refined. Um, yeah, on the on the field, he's just uh, pretty clean. Yeah, he's just clean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it comes back to all the other stuff with him. Um, but there's also like seven other guys you can argue for this spot. 
<laughs> and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to guess your best bet is also Byron Murphy. Yeah, because like just as we, as we just talked about, uh, who else are you going to put here? <laughs> like everyone else is, you're worried about. Yeah, and, and with Byron Murphy, whether you think he's an outside guy or a nickel guy, I think like no matter what, you're getting a starter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I, I'm definitely higher on Byron Murphy than 99 percent of people. I'm <laughs> yeah, very very high on Byron Murphy. Um, I think he, yeah, he's definitely in my top ten. Um, <clears throat> he's more around I would say the back. 15 to 30 range for most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think you're getting such a clean football player. He's, it's, I'm in, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm in love. Uh, but, I like him. I, I want to say I love him. Yeah, but you know I'm me sorry. in the Pac-12. Me in the Pacific sure. Northwest specifically. Wait until we're yeah. talking Miles Bryant in the 2020 nickel spot. God, I love Miles. Bryant, Bryant is He's good. very good. Uh, okay, jumping in. Counting down, top 10 corners. Who do you have at 10? Number 10, I have uh, Trayvon Mullen okay. from Clemson. I thought you might, so I put down my 11th corner because it is Trayvon Mullen. I don't like Trayvon Mullen that much. Though. I don't understand how he's in people's top five corners. I, I know like I went on and on about how this corner group's not that good, but like there is yeah. a clear difference between him and like the actual top five corners. I agree. He's like a late third round guy. For He's me. exactly a hundredth on my big board. All right. Yeah. I mean, like he, he, I don't know. Like I, I don't. He just doesn't. Do, he doesn't do that much for me, man. Like he's kind of just stagnant. Uh, he plays a lot of zone, but I think he's better. In he's man. tall. Yeah. Six one. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like think he, he's got like, de- yeah. like he's a good athlete. Um, but I don't like he's not gonna. He's not great technically in press. He's not that no. willing. Like, uh, there's, I think, what was it, the Duke game? Like, seemed like he just didn't want to tackle people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't think the ceiling's all that high or the floor. I Yeah, I find him, like, he's timid when the ball's in the air, too. And like, my, my comp on him's um, Eli Apple. Like, fair. he's got I mean, these traits that the NFL's going to like too much. And he's, like, remember when Eli Apple went 10th? I do. And, like, Eli Apple's getting to New Orleans was good for him. And, like, I think he's going to be an okay starter for a bit there. But, like, he Mm -hmm. in no way, shape, or form should have gone 10th. Yeah, I I don't – yeah, I don't like like Trayvon Mullen very much. But, yeah. Um, 10 for me is Sean Bunting from Central Michigan. Um, Six foot, 195, love his size, really physical press corner. Uh, I like his ability in man. Um, solid athlete, solid fluidity, solid footwork. Um, a bit of a project. He can lose the ball mm-hmm. uh, and get overly physical when the ball's in the air, which obviously will lead to PI. Um, he's not the most consistent tackler either. I just I would rather yeah. bet on his upside um, than like Trayvon Mullen, Lonnie Johnson, Isaiah Johnson. Uh, but yeah, I, I he is he's ninety uh, eighth no, on my board, and my comp's Jalen Collins. Bunting is uh, my eleventh. Yeah, so I'm just swap him and Mullen. Yeah, I like him a little like mid fourth, and like yeah, you're pretty right about him. Like you, you like the height, weight, speed traits for sure. Um, you know what I mean? Though he'll he'll like lose the ball from time to time and just pi. Yeah. Sometimes they don't call out though, so I don't know. Is it really pi? <laughs> There's. <laughs> 
I don't. There's so many like weird call. I don't think I've seen as many bad pass interference or like non calls this as this year. Like watching tape. Anyways, no bunting. The treats are there. I I, I like them. Like I'd like to see him play a more, little more aggressive in the run game at least. Um, I do like him. I, he's a good, smooth athlete. He, pretty good in coverage. Like there's a lot to like with bunting. I, I think he's gonna get into that third. I round, think so too, but, uh, just for the upside. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'd take him there though. Um, okay, who you got at nine? Number nine for me is uh, Mike Michael Jackson. Finish your drink from Miami. I like Michael me Jackson. Too. The I think we I think player. we both understand that the the ceiling might not be that high in the right system though. He's going to be a starter for a while. He yeah, I think just like solid. Seems like man. a dog too. He does. That's something I like about him a lot. Like he's he's he's, he's aggressive, he's so physical. Yeah. He likes to hit. He's a good tackler, yeah. too. I, I, which um, also leads me to think, like, I wouldn't be surprised if teams viewed him as a safety just with the size and physicality. No, that's fair. Um, I'm surprised there isn't more hype around him when he come, came in at 6'1", 210, and had a really good combo. Yeah, I've like, seen, like, the slightest bit from time to time on draft Twitter, and normally it's, like, about how, why isn't he mentioned more? Netflix. Yeah, I know, because he's, so, he's just so well-built. Like, he's long and thick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's nice. Uh, he does everything pretty well too. Like lots of PBUs, you get like that, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's in like a press zone system, he's going to thrive. Yeah. Um, my 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 comp on him is James Bradbury, uh, the Panthers corner. <laughs> Same idea, long mm-hmm. physical zone guy. Um, and I got Jackson ninety fourth on my board. All right. Who do you got at eight? Eighth for me is uh, Dave Long. Whoa! Finish your drink. Here. Stop, man. Uh, they're pretty close for me, uh, Long and Michael, Mike Jackson. I uh, Does he like being called Michael or Mike? I don't know. They Because uh, Miami less than Michael, but then I think the Combine called him Mike. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, David, David Long, eight. Um, I mean, we, talk, we talked about it at the top, the athleticism, but he's mm-hmm. also – he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he is very physical and press and good at it. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I, I like him a lot in man. Um, I think he's okay in zone. Uh, I think he can play inside outside. He like yeah, that's I think that's a big plus for him. Like you can either either hole you can fill. He's seventy seventh on my board, so third ish area. And I get the Carlos Rogers comp. <laughs> that's that's not bad. I'm in the early mid third too, so um, I like him. I think he's a good football player. Yeah, and he's just uh, underappreciated in this group. <laughs> And, like, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go in the second round. Uh, No, me either. I mean, I think that's – if he went in the late second round, I'd be totally – I also that. wouldn't be surprised to see him slide to the fourth round and, like, the weird Isaiah Johnson, Lonnie Johnson go yeah. way higher than him and push him yeah. type idea. No, I, I agree. And a team running to the podium early fourth taking him. Uh, I agree. Who do you have seventh? Seventh out of Juwan oh Williams. Oh my god, finish your drink. I oh, thought the corners would be like very different. <laughs> be, just because like it's know. like not a group maybe it's because it's not a great group and they're all like kind of around the same area. But like I thought that's maybe. why it wouldn't line up so well. I thought I was gonna end up liking Juwan more than you did, just because I, I liked him more than I thought I was going to. Oh I, I uh I I kind of felt after his combine like I was a Juwan stan. Like some people refused to Take him because of the forty. Yeah, I, I mean, what was it four four six five, right? Four six four. Yeah, something like that. It's bad, he's, but it's not that bad. Six, and like four two eleven. Yeah, and I mean, like, 
he's going to struggle with the quicker guys and the long speed. But, like, most of the time you, you don't – it doesn't show up on tape that much, like, that he's that slow. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't cost it, the odd, Like, against Debo Samuel, you saw it a mm-hmm. bit. But then, like, against Miles Boykin, who ran that blazing 40, you didn't really see it. Um, yeah, like um, – no, for sure. And uh, the Georgia receivers, he kind of struggled with. And they're, like, like yeah, and they're smaller and a lot faster. Like, I think... Yeah, the Ole Miss receivers, though, he had. Yeah, that's what... So. He faced a lot of good... Like, like he faced Debo yeah. and Brian Edwards. He faced uh, Riley Ridley, McCole Hardman, Terry Godwin. He faced Miles Godwin, Boykin. Yeah. He faced, like, Godwin, DK. Godwin got him. Yeah, he, the and then he faced though. DK and the boys. Like, yeah. that's a lot of NFL Dressable. receivers. <laughs> exactly. I mean... And, like, obviously you're going to love the height and the length. Um, he tackles well, too. Uh, I mean, the instincts are pretty good. He breaks well. And like, like, he uh-huh. uses his length perfectly in press. Um, he's got surprisingly good mm-hmm. footwork for a guy of his size. He does, yeah. I I mean, he's, like, my comp on him is Brandon Browner. And I think that's best-case scenario with a corner this big because it's such a rare thing to find. Is like, mm-hmm. th- Brandon Brown is the biggest corner I've seen play at yeah. that level in the NFL. Um, yeah. 73rd on my board. Like, I, th- I would take him in the third round for the right team. I have him in the late second, early third. I, I like him. Um, also, he's really feisty. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I, I always am going to love a DB who's kind of a motherfucker. Know, got that dog too. in them. Uh, okay, yeah. who you got six? Uh, six for me is Justin Lane from Michigan State. Oh, okay, this is a big disparity. Yeah, I, I had a feeling. I don't know. I just... See for me, like I don't know. Like, there's I had some issues with him. I'm like an, as, a, as a late second round guy. I didn't like his feet that much. I was I, like, really. I liked really? him. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too fond of his feet, Rob. Um, I think it was the Ohio State game. I don't know if the, the grass looked a little shit. Michigan State has a terrible field, by the way. They got to fix that. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I don't know. We just at the top of the route, he looked like he was just getting. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough group of receivers, obviously, at Ohio State. But they look like they're just getting the better of him. I think he's going to struggle with quicker receivers. I don't know. He dominated um, Stanley Morgan. Yeah, Stanley Morgan's not that good, though. Well, he's an NFL receiver. He's, good, uh, <laughs> he's better than Johnny Dixon. And he's not, Yo, not that far off from Paris Campbell. How about Terry McLaurin? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I like, think press, man. Footwork, fluid. Mm-hmm. He's just like it's only his second year playing corner, or so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, former receiver. Um, yeah. I I'm incredibly high on him compared to you, I guess. I mean, I still in the second round, but I mean, they're, they're uh, all in the second round. Yeah, I know. Uh, he does use his length really well. I, I like that. Like he, it lets him recover when he does get beaten inside. Uh, he's also like his hand eyes good. He times well. Um, Gets his head around well. Like I, I do like him. Like also like he works really well when he's coming towards the line of scrimmage, just uh, making tackles and stuff. He's also really just involved in trying to make tackles. I do like Justin Lane. Uh, I just think there's some stuff for him to clean up that uh, is going to keep me away from drafting him too high. I don't mean I still like him mid to late second round guys. So. Uh, six for me is Amani Arwari from Penn State. Um, big, uh, athletic, mm-hmm. but. I find quite raw. Um, he, he, like, it, well, like inconsistent from play to play. I thought Senior Bowl week wasn't a great week for him. Um, kind of send you yeah. back to the tape, and he, 
he can press well, and he's he's got explosiveness in in range, but he also gets lost and time to time won't find the ball and kind of just doesn't have great instincts in coverage. Um, I think in the right like if he's playing a lot of press and he's mm-hmm. surrounded by other talented DBs who can make up for when he misreads a play, for example, um, I think he can be. Uh, a, a quite solid start. Like I have him 60th, so that's the second round technically. Um, Chris McAllister count, baby. But uh, I love Chris McAllister. I, I just he's so inconsistent. I I have a uh, Oriwari fifth, uh, same range, mid to late second for me. Not too much higher than Justin Lane. Um, yeah, I get it, but I, I mean, I'm higher on him than you, I think, but I also watch him in the middle of, like, a, a hard fever, so I don't know, maybe might be hallucinating on him. But no, like, you, you like how long and well-built he is, pretty prototyped, like you said, he's a good athlete. Um, I, I thought, it, like, the nuanced stuff in coverage was a little better than you do, I think. I think his instincts were a little better, I don't know. I like the way you used the boundary, you, you did that well. I don't, not too many corners know how to do it sometimes in college. I don't mind. I don't, I like him. I mean, I still would take him in the second round. Uh, again, a lot of these guys are second round types to me. Uh, fifth yeah. for me is Rocky Sin from Tim from Temple. Uh, okay, this next, my second, third, fourth, and fifth guy are all in the early thirty range. Mm-hmm. Like this jumps. Yasin's like, Oriwari was sixtieth on my board. Yasin's thirty seventh. Okay, that's a big yeah. Move, yeah. Um, He's a guy who I just think keeps getting better, and every time I see him, I like him more and more. Me too. Really, yeah. really good hand use and press. <laughs> really physical. Really good footwork. Uh, solid athlete. I love his instincts and coverage. I think he's can yeah. thrive in man or zone. He's a dog. We saw it at the Senior Bowl. He wanted Debo Samuel every rep, no matter what. Yep. Um, and, and he was uh, where was he before Temple Presbyterian? Something yeah, like and the, the program folded. He went to Temple. Temple tough number. Um, and yeah, I I, I like his uh, his length. Like he's six foot one ninety two, but he's got long arms as well. Um, yeah. just he's well built too. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's like a strong dude. He's a strong tackler. He plays a run game really well too. Yeah, like there's not a lot to worry about with him. Reminds me. No, of, I agree. I mean, reminds go reminds ahead. me of Joe Hayden. Yeah, I mean that's all. I I worry about Joe Hayden sometimes at night, Rob. But uh, Rock is my <laughs> Rock is Rock is number four for me, and I, I like him like the mid second round. I do. I like Yasin. You're right. The more you see him, the more you like. Yeah. Him. Um, you yeah, you said it all pretty much. I like how like I like his physicality. He uses his body really well. He's got some ball skills, and like you said, he's just the swagger is great. Yeah, like he's definitely a dog. Uh, four for me is DeAndre Baker from Georgia, who. He is 35th on my board. Like I said, all these guys are... Mm-hmm. My 2, 3, and 4 are all 33rd, 34th, and 35th. Um, but yeah, Baker's 35th. Obviously, the athleticism questions. He, I worry about him on uh, play, playing athletic receivers who push uh, push him downfield. Yeah. The long speed's a worry. He's not the most explosive guy, but he's really technically sound in press. Uh, really yep. crisp, clean footwork. Fluid instinctual in coverage um mm-hmm. i think he could play man or zone at a decently high level uh um, yeah i just if he was 
as athletic as some of these other guys, like he would be a for sure for like first round pick. I think. Um, I agree. Yeah, he he's so clean. Other than the athleticism, like. and then the character stuff, I think might push him down a bit. Like before, I yeah. really thought he would go late first round. Now I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Josh Norman comp on him. It's not bad. It's not yes. bad. So, do you have him third? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Um, early mid second round for me. Uh, like you said, he's just so clean. He's a solid tackler too. Um, you like his instincts a lot. He's aggressive when the ball's in there. He's always trying to go and get it. A lot of these corners are kind of timid to me. So I mean, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a what else is new? Just, this generation of I corners, I tell you. Uh, he gets his head around well. The Charles the Woodson's of my day were looking to knock your teeth out. Oh my! Here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you said it, man. I like you're right. He's really good at man, and he's good in zone too. His eyes are good. Just really solid. Just a solid dude. Yeah, like I don't know that he'll be like a all or a multiple Pro Bowl guy, but I think you're getting a very mm-hmm. solid football player as long as the character stuff checks out. Which again, worried about yeah. that a little bit, but. Uh, three three yeah. for me is where I have Justin Lane, the Michigan State corner. Um, right. I love his length. Uh, I love his athleticism for his size. Um, I think he, his footwork and fluidity, his ability to use the sideline, um, he presses pretty well. Um, he, he at times, his, his ball skills are, it's weird. Like, I think he has good ball skills if there's a play to be made on the ball. But yeah. but I do think if he there's times where I think it's the Ohio State game that you're talking about where he just won't find the ball, uh, mm-hmm. which can lead to either um, PI that probably won't get called or um, uh, a completion to the receiver. That was my biggest worry yeah. when I initially watched Justin Lane, and then I find yeah. every time I watch him, uh, I like them more and more. Um, Maybe you gotta do more games on him. Thirty uh, fourth on my board. Antonio Cromartie comp. That's a big old comp. Uh, and we, we have the same top. Yeah, so. it's, it's hard to go against Greedy as number two, even with all the questions that have arisen, um, just yeah, because of the upside. And it's like, you watch him, it's just his his movement skills are just, it's just like, that's rare. And yeah. there will just be a play with, that he makes that's magnificent. Um and then, but then, then you'll see another play where he just like doesn't want to use his hands and press, or come up, make a play on the running back, or he'll kind of just he's, seem like he get lost in coverage due to effort. Or he's grabby. Yeah, or he gets a little yeah, grabby, he's grabby if he, he's yeah, kind of getting beat. Sure. But yeah, he's thirty third on my board. Like I think, like I still think he'll probably go in the first round. Um, Me too. And I got that Dominic Rogers Cromarty comp. I really think that's the right comp for him. Uh, yeah, he's like you, you said a lot about him. Um, he's penalized quite a bit too, but he also draws penalties, which is weird. Twenty fifth to thirty five on my uh, my my grade here, whatever whatever I call it. Uh, that's my range for him. Um, you said a lot. I mean, getting his head around, like he always gets it around, but sometimes that's it's late. I don't know. He's a bit of an enigma for sure. Yeah. Um, right locker room, right coaching can really unlock him, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, Byron Murphy. We talked about him a lot at the at the top. 
His just his instincts are rare. He's got really great ball skills too. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. And for sure. the footwork is clean, crisp. The hips are fluid. Uh, he just always seems to know where to be and how to get there, um, and make a play on the ball. I mean, you watch that Utah, not the not the Pac-12 championship game, but the regular season game. It might be the best zone coverage game I've ever seen from a corner prospect. Even the the past. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even like. I'm not trying to say he played poorly in that. It's just that regular season. I I mean, he won the Pac-12 championship with them for them. Two picks, Mm -hmm. a pick six. Um, that I think they won like ten three or something. Ten six. Yeah. Um, he uh, he's eighth on my board. Like I am stupid high on him. Yeah, I I, he's in like the twenty to thirty two range for me. Which I said I I think most people put him there, right? Yeah, I know, but he, like, he, I like him a lot. Like his hands are really good, like in press, and like um, the ball skills are nice. The, his hand eye coordination is really good. I mean, like he's never beaten off the line of scrimmage. I think either. he's. I, like that I think he's just a really safe prospect. Yes, he he's smart. He's aware. He's also like he's a solid tackler. He's good in the run game. And, and reports are he's one of the best character guys in the entire class. Yeah, um, great. So I mean, he he is a safe yeah. safe player. I got the Chris Harris Jr. comp on him. I I mean, I'm very high on him. I think he right team can be multiple <laughs> Pro Bowl type corner. Um, playing inside and outside, I think is how you get the best value out of him. That's fair. Yeah. Um. AJ, guess what? Yeah, it's March Madness season, which Whoa. means gamble away all your money. On basketball, and Zion probably yeah. because Zion can take down Taco Fall, and probably not on Virginia because they lost to a 16 seed one time, and then like people try to claim they're going to lose again, but then they won by 30. So who knows? They almost lost. But will Kentucky get back to the Final Four? Probably not. PJ Washington's still injured. Um, go to my bookie though, and you can gamble on all of this. Anything to do with anything, really. But specifically this time of year, March Madness. So head on down to my bookie. Use the promo code Heaven Twenty Five for a fifty percent signup bonus. That's promo code Heaven Twenty Five. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Speaking of getting paid, I did this all for the AFC West and not the AFC South. So this is not going to be fun. So you have to lead the way in this. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me Houston plus the points over Kentucky. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. No, okay. I, I I accidentally did all this in the, the AFC West. You have to lead. I, I, I okay. know. I, I don't know who picked when or anything. Do you just want to agree with all mine? Maybe. Okay. So the Houston Texans, they're up. They're picking 23rd overall in the first round. Guess what, Rob? Guess what they need? Offensive line. That's all they need. They need it. They need it so badly. They should use all their. I'm going to use all their picks on it. I did three of the four picks on offensive line. So uh, yeah, twenty third. Uh, get one of the best, if not the best, pass protector, and he'll probably still be there. Uh, tackle at least. Andre Dillard from Wazoo. Yeah, that, that roll, just roll to hop in. That feels like the tackle that they're going to end up with. Specifically, I agree. Like I went between Reisner and Dillard, but I'm like. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get a pass blocking dude. Like, not that Reisner can't. I just, I, but go get. It just seems like, more you know, what they want. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in the second round, they had the fifty fourth overall pick from the Seattle Seahawks. I went back to the off and Rob. Yeah, I'm getting them an interior off lineman, Michael Dieter from Whiskey. Nice, nice. Uh, they just gotta keep throwing picks. Dieter's a good player. Uh, 
like the interior class, like like they're kind of missing out on the the good group. So like they kind of have to get Dieter before like it really slides off, in my opinion. At least. Yeah. Uh, fifty five. I went and got them Oriware from Penn State. Like they need help. Like the secondary is kind of weird. They're in a weird flux. They can go safety or corner. Um, I know they send Roby to a one year deal, but they still need more help at corner. I think. So I give them a money. And uh, they have the 86 pick in the third round, Rob. I uh, I went back, got them another tackle. Maybe a bit of a reach, but I, I his name's kind of uh, creeping up a bit. I like him. Maybe other people like him more than I do. I got Dennis Daly from South Carolina. Oh, that's early. Uh, I have seen... I know. I'm in the fourth round. I like him a lot, though. You, I've seen his name start creeping up a little bit. And, like, usually you know how it goes with the, the tackle group. They get pushed up. Um... Get Daly. I think, like, with Dillard and Daly, they, they kind of sound cool together. But, like, uh, as bookends, I think that's a good a, like a good group. And, I mean, Davenport can become a swing tackle. Um, Suddenly, they're off the line. If, if they pan out, they're, they're, they're decent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All right. Well, as you talked us through that, I guessed uh, and made mine. So, first round, I say they go Dillard as well. I think that's okay. the most important spot for them right now. And, obviously... You talked about why mm-hmm. they need him. Uh, second round, first pick in the second round for them. You you need uh, a smart, versatile safety. Bill O'Brien's a Pats guy. He understands the value of the safety you can kind of do anything and has high football IQ. Taylor Rapp from Washington. Um, and then yeah. their second second round pick, Caleb McGarry. Go, go get bookend tackles in this class. Kick Martinez Rankin inside. You don't have any other buddy really – like <laughs> – if you end up with Dillard McGarry as your tackles, you kick Martinez Rankin to guard, which I think is his best fit. Why isn't Rankin already I don't a know, guard? Because the Texans don't know how to do O-line. And then Nick Martin's your center, and it's starting to look a lot less bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thing was fine last year, too, the other guard. And then you talked about their knee at corner. They, obviously, they lost, um, what's his name, to the Broncos. Um, oh, Cream Jackson. Yeah, no. Cream Jackson to the Broncos, yeah. who's known as one of the, like, more physical and best tackling corners in the league, go get another one in the same vein. Mike Jackson from Miami. There you go. All right, the Colts. Uh, they're picking 26 overall in the first round. I uh, I got them an interior defensive lineman because I think they need it badly. And I got them a guy that uh, I think we're both really high on him. I don't know how the NFL views him yet. Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame, keeping him in state. Let him go wreck shit. I think that would be an awesome addition to their defensive line. He, uh, he, uh, I, I, I also he's kind of come back to it with the Colts. They want the inside out, uh, kind of play anywhere on the D line type of guy. Mm-hmm. If you just yeah. look at the way their defensive line has they've been building under Ballard, it kind of fits that. Yeah, and Tillery can do a bit of that. Thirty uh, fourth, I know Clayton Gathers came back. Uh, I, I went and got them Jonathan Abram. That if they want him, they probably have to grab him there. I think that's my like. And, Although I don't love Jonathan Abram, I, I like yeah. that fit a lot. I and mean, I think we Me talked too. about it before. Yeah, but him and Hooker are going to be a really ni- could be a really nice yeah. deal. Um, it'd be nice to wait to 59, but I don't think they no. can. Um, at 59, I got them Julian Love from Notre Dame. Uh, inside and outside ability, too. I mean, their corner group, they just got to keep adding to the secondary. Their corner group, I mean, Desire was a nice surprise from last year. Desire, whatever. Um, they got to keep adding though. And at eighty nine, the third round pick, uh, I got them a, a burner res- receiver, deep threat guy, and Emmanuel Hall from Missouri. If he's there, that's a nice fit. 
Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how high Hall goes. This receiver class in general, you're not like totally sure. Uh, I have no idea what order the the receivers are gonna. Yeah, be it's kind of all over the place. Um, yeah. DK is the first one, and after that, I don't know. Agreed, and I'm buying time to finish up my picks here. I mean, I'd, I'd hope Harry is number two, but you never know. And I mean, if Paris, okay, because I've been, I've, I want to talk about this. If Paris Campbell goes in the first round, the NFL has no idea what what they're doing. But if Paris Campbell goes in the first round and is good, I have no idea what I'm doing. So it, it, it's a, it's a clash of worlds here, Rob. This is a big year for me. You know what's hard about this I mean, is I don't remember who I've picked before. Yeah, I, I've I actually took time and did this <laughs> this week. So you can just say I'm right. That's that's cool with me. Huh? huh. I don't think you're right, actually. Um, no, I think I've used him. Oh boy. <laughs> Listeners, go go back and just uh, listen to the other podcast and see who Rob's. All right, for the already. Colts first round, uh, I'm gonna go Christian Wilkins. Uh, okay. You play him at three tech. You can use Autry, him, and uh, Marcus Hunt all mm-hmm. around on that interior D line. Um, I think Wil- Wilkins. I don't have first round grade on, but I think he'll go in that twenties area. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love his quickness. Um, second round, I'm gonna agree with the Abram one because I just I think that's really really fun, smart uh, pick. I know, me too. Um, and. He he just he's the Keanu Neal and Malik Hooker can be the single high type because I think that's his best fit. Yeah. Um, and like Abram's not just a box guy too. Like you can add a little more than that, so it's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then fifty nine. I'm gonna go and get them a slot receiver who could go in the first round because the NFL whack. AJ Brown from Ole Miss. Um, bit. I like that fit. I was looking at Brown. big, powerful. Slot guy who uh, can contrast T.Y. Hilton's outside speed. Yeah. Um, but he could go way higher, but I don't think he should. It, it's going to be interesting how the Colts attack the wide receiver position. Yeah, for real. I, uh, I'm i kind of excited. And obviously, they, I think they, 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 they signed Funches uh, as a placement guy it right now. It doesn't mean anything. So, yeah. I think getting a slot guy would would be their best option. Um, yeah, they, they could really go in, like, any direction. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, this other pick, uh, they probably shouldn't take another tight end. Um, hey, they will take. Uh, God, this is hard for me. How about a corner? There's not that many left. Uh, I would like a steal of David Long. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, screw it. They're gonna take a money hooker and play him uh, at nickel and safety okay. and all over because I don't know what to do and I love money hooker. Yeah, that, I don't. <laughs> that's right. You know how panicky right, this the, is doing this on the fly. Oh, I couldn't imagine. It's uh, it's terrible. Um, I put so much thought. Jacksonville the, Jaguars doing the AFC West pick, picks. I, I must have spent twenty minutes per team too. So my AFC yeah, West next week is gonna be sick. I took time with this one. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're picking seventh overall. I love the fit of Juwan Taylor for that offensive line. Uh, just go get him. Just go get him. Uh, second round, I want to keep adding to the safety group. Uh, Deontay Thompson's kind of slid from what he potentially could have been. Uh, I still like that fit. Go put him back together with Ronnie Harrison. That's fun. Uh, 69th, nice. Uh, they need a tight end for somehow. A, they love tight ends, but they don't have that many anymore, and they're not that good. 
I got some Dawson Knox from Ole Miss. A uh, guy that can stretch sh- the field a bit, be a little bit of a Zach Ertz for Nick Foles. I know he's not the same dude, but just just let me have it. And uh, the 98th, the Los Angeles Rams pick, uh, the third last pick in the third round. I got them. Uh, this one's kind of a weird one, but I, I kind of like it. Uh, Clayus Campbell's getting up there in age. They don't obviously the edge is not a desperate need for them. That but adding to that spot's nice. And like I got them Joe Jackson from Miami. I actually wanted to talk to you about this one because I I thought this was a fun fit, kind of like the a bigger dude but can still move and like the the eventual heir apparent to uh, Clayus Campbell. I know it's obviously not six seven, but what do you think about that pit? That one. Um, I I don't think they're the same player, but I do think he'd be a nice rotational player. Uh on the edge for them early and then eventually um yeah i mean take, take over down the road player. maybe uh yeah th- that's interesting had i think i mean obviously no one's Calais, but uh yeah um okay i'm going to go with Jonah Williams at 7 for the jags again they need uh, they should build up that offensive line around Nick Foles uh i think yeah. Jonah Williams is the best tackle in the class i also used Juwan Taylor already so, um, <laughs> I think you can play him at left tackle or right tackle with just draft only mm-hmm. Alabama tackles who should be guards, like Cam Robinson. But I actually think Jonah, Jonah should play left tackle, and I do think Cam Robinson's better suited to be on the right side. Um, yeah. Then 38th, uh, they should take uh, – wow, this is tough. They, uh, see, because I don't think they need a receiver, but they do. The, the receiving group is so strange. I know. Um, I mean, obviously they drafted Chark in the second, last year, second yeah. or third. And, and they just have a bunch of them, it feels like. Yeah. That are, they all kind of do the Chark. same thing, though. <laughs> yeah, Marquise Lee and uh, Keelan Cole. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to get them. Irv Smith. All right. That's tight end. Yeah, tight end from Alabama. Alabama. Uh, we talked about they love tight ends. They don't really have one still somehow. Um, so you, you get the guy who can kind of play anywhere in the Delaney Walker type. Uh, yeah. Actually, no, screw it. I'm changing this to Dar- Darnell Savage. This, you're getting your bullet safety. I know it's a little early. I think they're going to have to take him here. I was going to have him take him at 69. I don't think he'll be there, though. Um, so they're going to take okay. Darnell Savage, 38. He, uh, great athlete, really physical. Uh, I think him and um, Ronnie Harrison would contrast each other quite well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then 69th. The, nice. They, uh, I'm going to have them take Max Crosby, who I might have already, <laughs> okay. I don't know if I've, I definitely already used him, so maybe not. Um, I've used him. Sorry? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have them take James Williams, the Washington State running back, and they're going to pair him with Leonard Fournette. Williams is going to kind of play all over as the pass catching back. Fournette's the punisher. And then 98th, I'm having Mm -hmm. them take Kahal Waring, the San Diego State tight end, because like you said, they need a tight end. There you go. Okay, the tight ends. Um, They got the 19th overall pick. Uh, We did this fit in our mock draft. I kind of love it. Garrett Bradbury, the center from NC State. Go and get him, tight ends. Um, he's going to be are a tenure. Are you going to – because they brought in Roger Saffold, right? So, yeah, and, I mean, but then they – so I, I guess my question is, are they kicking Ben Jones to guard? Because I think the value of Bradbury is better used as a center and 
you'd be more okay with moving Ben Jones to guard, right? That's exactly yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna use Bradbury as a center. I don't like he could play guard, but it's not worth it to me. Yeah, it's not the same value. No, um, you're getting a ten year starter in Garrett Bradbury. Getting an anchor in the middle of that offensive line, kind of just tying it all together. Luan comes back, Decker comes back. It's a nice offensive line again. All right, this is this is a this is a strange one, Rob. Um, you know what they say though: history repeats itself. This is a talented edge rusher that is falling right now for many reasons. <laughs> Jakai Polite, Polite from Florida slides the fifty-one. They end the slide. They put Harold Landry and Polite eventually. Across from each other. Cam Wake is in the room. You can kind of uh, mentor Polite, get him on the right track. Vrabel's there. That's a good... I think that could be a good locker room for Polite to la- uh, land in. Good place for him. And the slide. And that's a nice little... Some good value for the Titans. At 82, I got a, I got them a guy that can play uh, play the 5-tech for them. I think I like him more than you do. Zach Allen from BC. Uh, obviously, Jarrell Casey's there, but I mean, the uh, he's getting hurt and he's getting up there in age. Daquan Jones not that good. Uh, get Zach Allen. Get get a good piece for your defensive line, and suddenly your uh, your defense is starting to look better. And like, I mean, this is just focusing on the trench. I know Polite would be in a three four, obviously, but keep building the the front seven and uh, the offensive line for your team. Hope Mariota can turn it around this year. And I don't know. Titans are a weird team, but I, I still I still like I still believe in Marcus Mariota. Your new OC is weird, but anyways, let's let's see, let's see what happens. Keep building on that defense. The secondary is small, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, yeah. I, I, I same idea, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I do think in, in some way they need to end up with um, either with the first three picks a uh, pass catcher, uh, interior defensive lineman, uh, an edge rusher. Or an offensive lineman. Like, yeah. I think that's probably the best uh, way for them to build. Um, I'm going to take them. I don't know if he'll be there. And I don't love the idea of kicking him to guard quite yet. That's a hint. I have their second and third round pick already picked, though. Um, I don't know. The Polite pick was so smart of you. I know, I like that. Eh? I was proud of when I thought Because, like, that. the edges that will be there at 19 aren't going to be the guys you really like the fit of. No, and, like, the second round, I've already gone with Winovich, uh, Winovich and uh, Christian Miller. And other than them, I don't Pe- really people like People keep not mocking Brian Burns in the first, so he could be there at 19. Am I ready to say it? No. Uh, <laughs> screw it. Uh, 19, I'm going to have them take Cody Ford. Play him at guard. Um, okay. <clears throat> And just build a mean offensive line going forward for them. Yeah. Um, then 51, Dexter Lawrence, get a true nose. Vrabel's, uh, Vrabel played with Vince Wilfork forever in coaching yeah. in Houston. Uh, and Dexter Lawrence is that type of nose tackle. Not like, I don't think he's in the, the kind of Danny Shelton mold. I think he's better than that. You know what I mean? At minimum, you're getting yeah. a DJ Reader type of nose tackle. Uh, and then with their final first, I'm going to give them uh, another pass catcher in Emmanuel Hall. Stretch the field. You've got Corey Davis as your ex, Emmanuel Hall as your field stretcher, and then Adam Humphreys in the slot. Yeah, their receiving group is weird. I know. I, 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 I don't – like, I think Tywan Taylor is going to be best used as your fourth guy in gadget type. 
gadget. I, I and like I like the Davis and Humphreys as your X in your slot. I do think they need to use a top one hundred pick on somebody. And See, f- for me, the 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 group is so deep. You can find another guy. I don't. Also, I just didn't know what the fuck they would want. I don't like that Zach Allen fits. So yeah, the uh, I do there. think they need to add somebody on the D line with Jarrell Casey, whether it's at nose or in the five tech. Mm-hmm. For sure, either or, and then like. The only nose you're really getting this draft is Dexter yeah. Lawrence, so or at least that high. And I've already used Dexter Lawrence, Fair. so uh, I might have used him too. Who knows? Because I just like panicked and did that. Uh, anyway, sorry for that. Uh, my AFC West is gonna be bomb next week because <laughs> I've been thinking about it for weeks now. It's also harder because you had a smaller pool already. Because yeah, I know. I was West. trying not to like. I didn't want to like mess that up. Um, <laughs> so hey. You can follow us on Twitter at AJMarquezy13, at RobPaulNFL. You can follow Armchair at ACLAmericans at, at ArmchairNFL. Uh, go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. You can read my post-free agency seven-round mock draft. I've also got the GM power rankings coming out hopefully soon. Um, it's ready to go out, editor. Um, so, sorry. Uh, any last words, AJ? Yeah, uh, go Michigan. Hopefully they already won by the time you heard this. And uh, get off the mound. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.